Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And how are you today? Beautiful, sunny day. It's gorgeous outside. It's always gorgeous in Ventura, right? I know, right? I'm getting ready to go to Utah, and it's going to be 16 degrees Ooh, there. Oh, you're going for the week? I'm going just for a few four days. At but the prospecting conference, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Who's leading that? Uh, I believe Sam is. Oh. Yeah, so it'll be good. Uh, but I've never been in that cold of weather before. So oh, it's beautiful. 16 it's, it, degrees is beautiful. It, it is beautiful, but it's like dry. <laughs> so it's not, I mean. It's not like a wet, cold, I, freezing. I, just, I think Utah's beautiful. Yeah, I had fun when I went there for the prospecting school. Just beautiful. Everyone's so nice, and it's it's just quiet and clean. I like Utah a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'm excited to go. You'll learn a lot about prospecting. Are they going to teach you how to cold call? Because you guys prospect for realtors. I do it anyway. But it, you always learn something new when you go to a a new, you know, conference, basically. Yeah, yeah. you learned something. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, I don't like to cold call at all, but I did learn some tips if you have to, you know, good ways to make it important for the person who's answering the telephone. Because normally when I get someone cold calling me, I don't like it, you know? <laughs> and it makes it hard for you to do that if you don't like it. Right. I don't do it either, so, um, but I do have to do it for certain things, so. It's always good to learn new things. Absolutely. Expand yep. your boundaries, right? Your horizons. That's we correct. We like to thank all of our wonderful sponsors and our wonderful listeners out there. We really appreciate you guys. Um, Real Women in Real Estate. So you are in escrow. I am in escrow. I don't have any more listings. They are all sold again because the inventory is just so low that... It's crazy. It's multiple offers, over full price. Did you go on Caravan Thursday? I didn't. Oh, my God. I went on Caravan for the first time in several weeks. There was 11 on Caravan, which means that's when Ventura agents can go look at the other houses that are um, listed, new new listings. Agents will put the, the home open for realtors to go check it out so we know what the inventory is. Well, Thursday, there were like first day on the market, like four nice homes in East Ventura, all, you know, three, four bedroom, two bath, nice, all between 850 and a million now. And every single one of them had several offers already, all like at least $50,000 over list price. So I'm telling you, it is such a great time to sell. If you're a seller, cash in. Who knows how long this is going to last? You know, interest rates are still good if, you know... um, for buyers so it's just a great time to sell if you're even thinking about it so I know I have two homes hopefully coming up on the east end and the moderate income they're actually in Houston I believe this weekend looking to see um, if they want to move there and then we'll have those two um, but those will fly off the shelf too there's just no inventory well and it's the same way across the country so it's not just here that the inventory is so low it's across the country because I just moved somebody to Indiana and they had a hard time finding a property there and you know there's a lot of property there. There's a lot of land there. So their houses come with, you know, they bought 13 acres, you know, for $329,000, which was a lot of money there. And very, very nice. Exactly. With a wraparound porch and the whole thing. So it was really nice. Yeah. And then they sold their house here for $795. Right. Go over there and buy a mansion. Well, and they paid all cash. So now they, you know, they're 40 years old and they are buying their, their house all cash they don't have to worry about a house payment or anything now. So, you know, it's it's just how the market is is working out right now. But some, you know, I was talking to some realtors this week, and I wasn't in the business in 2006. I was. Okay, so, but did, <laughs> did it feel like this? Because they were saying this is kind of what it felt like. Like, prices, oh my gosh, how much higher can they go? Can they go? Can they go? And then all of a sudden, boom. And then they dropped, and we had short sales. 
Is that what happened in 2006? Did it feel like this? 2005, 2006, 2007, yes. I, I literally had offers written in my car, filled out with the name, just waiting to put the address in yeah. and the price in. Yeah. That's how we did business. They were, but, I had them all lined up with all their earnest money deposits ready to go. But was Everything it uh, was multiple offers? I mean, were you... In, it was multiple offers. But when were the prices way over like they are here? They for, were. Mm-hmm. They, that, I think we're higher now than we were in 2005, 2006. Right. The ratio right? it's like... But we also had a different situation in 2008. So we had a financial crisis. We are having a health crisis, mm-hmm. which is, you know, way different than having a financial crisis when people can't make their mortgages and can't, you know, afford their home and all of that and end up doing short sales and foreclosures and all of that. That's what was happening in 2008. A health crisis will do some of that, but it's not the same. So you don't see prices going down? I don't because we have such a low supply. I mean, we had more on the market. We had 300 homes in the market in 2005. So that's a lot of property considering we only have 45 today. You know, we just don't have anything to sell, and we can't build homes fast enough. So that's really what the issue is, is the supply and demand. And we're having a crisis in our health. You know, we're having a pandemic. Right. So hopefully we're getting better about that, but we still have that going on. Right. And so that's still affecting a lot of people, and some people can't make their mortgage payment and can't pay their rent because of the pandemic. You know, we there's, there's services for that. And so if anybody is experiencing that and needs help finding the different programs that are available to you by all means give us a call we are involved and keep ourselves apprised of that all the time so Mm -hmm. make sure you do that yeah that's what's different now is there is opportunity for assistance now during the pandemic back then you couldn't make your payment you lose your house right foreclosure well in short sale people ended up staying in their homes for two to three years because they weren't ready for short sales. They were hiring people that were processing these short sales. They had never done a real estate transaction before. Yeah. And so it made it even harder. And so it just, it, it basically was a mess and everybody saw it coming. But yeah, this is not the same. No. This is way different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an escrow. What, what, what do you have in escrow? I have a little two bedroom, uh, one bath, uh, single family home in Camarillo. It's got mm. a very large front yard and a very large backyard what are you in escrow for uh 675 it was oh, listed geez. at 630 yeah and so we made an offer over full price uh they had a cash offer that was less and um so they they actually called me and said why are you making an offer at 675 when it's listed at 630 you know the the people that own it are in their 90s so they just can't comprehend like why would you do that you're you know representing a young couple and they're making an offer over full price and i said that's what the market's doing and they just want you to sign that offer yeah yeah (laughs) sign away right they're like we'll pay twenty thousand dollars less that's what mike byers said and then when i told them that they said oh no no we'll take the money we just wanted to know why you were doing that yeah yeah so you know it's just interesting you know, they've already bought a mobile home. They've already moved into it. It's vacant. It's ready to go. It's it's a re, it's a fixer. Yeah. At six seventy five. Really? Yes. Well, it congratulations. Unless you got your you know offer accepted. Yes, absolutely. That's the challenge now. I'm happy with my buyers. It's you know with multiple offers, and you know we have a down payment obviously, but you know ten percent, five percent. It's it's hard to compete against fifty percent down because the sellers look at that like you're so much more secure as far as when appraisal comes in. 
and you know you know so it's just looks like a more appealing offer but it's it's just it's really hard especially for first-time homebuyers who don't understand this and so it's good to ask us we're long-term realtors we're here to help right and we get our deals done so sure you do. know it's tough but we we make it through and we've got experience in past markets for that and we care you know we're ethical right. and we care so exactly well we've got a great show lined up for you today we are going to be talking all about real estate the entire time we have diane Kreeble with us she is uh, a staffing and recruiting uh, agency and she is going to be talking about how that benefits real estate in our community we have rick jeffrey with us he is a certified financial planner and he's going to talk about uh, the conversations that he has when somebody comes to him to say, I want to buy a home, how can I do that? Right. Should I buy? Should I sell? What time, you know, time in life, right? Exactly. And then we have Susan Wilson. She is a trust attorney and uh, she's going to talk about the importance of having a trust, but she's also going to come back and talk about how to vest title. Now that's interesting. What that, that means. That can be confusing. It can be confusing. And then we have our newest sponsor who is Pola Andro. She is a local psychic in yes. Ventura County. She's very exciting. And she's going to talk to us about what she does for a living. So we have a great show lined up for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 3030. Hi, I'm Hola. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant that can navigate any situation, giving you intuition and clarity. I connect with the past, the present, and the future. Let me guide you with the spiritual key to open new doors so you can connect with feeling centered to have insight, so you can tap into the power of the energy to see things in a different light. I'm specializing in all areas of life. I connect with relationship goals, friends and family, career and finances. I don't only like to focus on what's in store for you today, but also how to make a bigger, meaningful tomorrow. Let's get rid of the baggage from previous years 
and focus on what's in store for this new year 2022 has to offer for you. You can find me at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street located in Ventura. Reach me at 805-628-3333. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. We have Diane Kriebel with us. Uh, She is the owner of DKKD Staffing and Recruiting in Westlake Village for over 20 years. She's also the founder of the Red for Ride for Red, the bicycling event of Ventura County, which benefits West Coast Service of the Armed Forces. Hey, Diane, are you there? I am. Hi, awesome. Diane. Thanks for being with us today. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Glad to be on. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do as a staffing expert. Oh, I wouldn't call myself an expert. Oh, <laughs> oh you're uh, an expert. <laughs> Uh, I've been in the business for uh, 20 years, like you said, grew uh-huh. up in Westlake Village. I started DKKD staffing about 10 years ago, and we've been servicing, you know, Ventura County, San Fernando Valley, Southern California, and all over U.S., actually. Awesome. So do you actually provide the jobs, or do you put the two people together, yeah, the job and the person? How does that work? Uh, great question. So many people have a, a misconception of what an agency is. They think that they just, you know, bring their resume, uh, fill out an application, and the agency goes and finds the job for the person. It's not really how it works. Uh, usually at a, at a temp agency, uh, you can do that. You put your name in, and they will go find you uh, labor-type jobs. What I focus on is IT and, like, building teams of executives. So a company comes to me asks me to fill a job, let's say a chief technology officer or an AX developer, uh, and I go search for the talent. And how do you find that talent? Uh, Many different ways. So I have a website, dkkdstaffing.com, and I post all my jobs on there. I post DKKD staffing jobs on Indeed, Dice, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, ZipRecruiter, you name it. (laughs) We post our jobs everywhere. We use our database. Like I said, I've been around for 20 years doing this. We have a, a vast database. Usually we go to referred candidates and people we've already worked with before. Uh, and then we put, you know, go out to our network. We ask people to refer other people who are looking for jobs. What types of jobs? Uh, we build, we're known for building teams. So CIO, CTO, CISO, that's side of it uh, down to help desk. So think of everything, infrastructure and applications. So anything having to do with technology, the, the computers, the computer aspect, the software, um, you know, how the networks work and the infrastructure. Uh, and then as well, I staff HR, administrators, or administrators uh, and internal recruiters as well. So how do you vet, um, you know, the potential, the people who are going to get hired? Well, the, the, the process, like I said, is, you know, a lot of times we try to use people that we've used in the past, see if they're available, so we know kind of their, what their history is. When, uh, when we have a new applicant, we have to fill out the application, we have a, a screening list of questions, and then we drill down into 
what the requirements are of an actual job. So when we post a job, uh, there's specific requirements to each job. So we drill down into those. We get the person on the phone. We have them actually fill out a questionnaire via email as well. That way we see the written communication. Do you meet with them and do you do a background check? Um, we, so <laughs> IT world is moving so fast these days. I mean, just my agency alone, I have over 60 job openings. So wow. to meet everything, yeah. And then we have, sometimes when we post jobs, we have over 100 people applying just for one job. And so, and Di- so I have a question, Diane. Are you similar to a headhunter then? Because yes. I do corporate relocation. And when... Yeah, and I was actually going to bring that up because okay. we, have so many, <laughs> we, have so many, we have so many jobs that, uh, you know, are offering relocation. I have jobs in Thousand Oaks and Calabasas. And, you know, and the clients are actually offering relocation because we're having such a hard time finding the candidates to of fill course. these roles. They're open to it. And, Karen, your service is ideal because let's say you bring somebody out to, uh, you know, like Patagonia and the spouse is looking. You know, it might be two different two different fields of business or, or careers. And that's how we can work together. And uh, it, a lot of times they're hesitant to move because they're not sure about the relocation aspect. Exactly. And so what I do as a relocation director, I help them find the person they're looking for, which would be you. That would be a great partner. And Mm -hmm. then once they have established and come and looked at the area and see whether they want to move here or not for the pay that they're going to get, then we go through the process of actually moving them from like Indiana or Texas or wherever they're actually looking from because you do your worldwide search you know, across the nation and all over the world to find the best person. And so then my job is to help them understand the process of buying a house and selling that one. So I do both sides, even out of of country and across the nation, because I have a relocation Mm -hmm. department behind me. But besides that, I help them get their spouse, significant other, into a job here so that their life can start again, help their kids get into school. I do every aspect that they would have to do on their own. And so that's the service that I provide. And then they get their relocation services through their um, their new employer, and uh, they get the person they want. They get a new house. They sell their old one. Happy, and everything happy. works out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Diane, how are you compensated? By the applicant or by, you know, the, the people who are hiring? No, the, the company you hire, so it's, it's a uh, contingency. So... Mm. I don't get paid unless I fill the job, and and that's kind of a misconception as well. A lot of people who are job seekers, you know, especially some of our young ones, they're not used to being out in the job market and looking. And so if they come to me and ask for my help, what I'm going to do is I'm going to help them with their resume. Uh, you know, I don't build resumes, but I can help them with the resume. I have a lot of tips on my website. Again, dkkdstaffing.com. There's a section on there that gives you tips about resumes and interviews and things like that. And so I can I can actually try to help those people um, find a job, but I don't charge them. I charge the employer. It's, it's almost so like realtors. To me, yeah. It's so like buyers. Like the buyers don't pay for us, but we can do everything exactly. for them. And yeah, that's We're the broker. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I'm, I'm the same as in real estate. We're the yeah. broker. We don't get paid unless we fill the job. We help the sellers, right? And exactly. you help the – yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That is great. Well, Diane, tell everybody where they can find you. 
Absolutely. So there's a couple ways. Uh, if you're driving along the 101 freeway in Calabasas, <laughs> uh, I'm an adopt-a-highway owner, so keep an eye out for me out there. And I, that was just kind of a joke. I wanted to say where you could find me. Like this morning, I was out on the freeway picking up trash. Nice. Uh, to keep our area clean. Uh, I am, my website is dkkdstaffing.com. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, and it's literally linkedin.com. Uh, Diane Craigville, that's how you find me on there. I also have a group on LinkedIn titled by, titled by my name that helps management and executives find jobs within Southern California. And it's simply titled Diane Craigville Executive and Technology Recruiting, again, on LinkedIn. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like we could have you back a million times because there's so much to talk about, right? I would love that. Like I said, I have over 60 IT jobs. It's crazy. Awesome. <laughs> Well, thanks, Diane, for being with us today. We appreciate you, and we'll have you back. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Well, coming up, we have Rick Jeffrey. He is a certified financial planner, and he is going to talk about how that fits into real estate. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahine mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kahlua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry beurre blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell, and we have Rick Jeffrey with us today. He is a certified financial planner, and he is going to tell us not only about his job, but how that ties into real estate. Right. Hi, Rick. 
Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. So Good. glad to have you today. So yeah. who should see you? Everybody. I mean, but even if... Everybody. If, if you're breathing, you come to see me. But what if you don't have any money? Like if you have no savings or... Well, you can still come and talk to me. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of people who say, oh, you got to have a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. If you're serious, if you're serious about money, I'll, I'll talk to you because there's ways that you can improve your financial situation. Okay. Yeah. So. Right? Like buying or selling a house. When should people, like, how do they know looking at their assets if it's a good time to buy or sell? You well, know? that's a job for a lot of people themselves, as well as their realtor, as well mm -hmm. as their financial advisor. Mm -hmm. But when I get together on our first visit, it's just it's just a way for me to meet them and them to meet me. And I just find out where they are in their life and what they want to do and what their objectives are. And mm -hmm. then just go from there. So mm -hmm. it depends on if they want to if it's time to buy or sell a house. I yeah. Mean, it depends yeah. on what their situation is. Right. Yeah. So what he did is he he. I referred him to one of my clients because she is getting ready to retire. And she's also trying to decide, should I continue to work, not continue to work, you know, reduce my hours? Mm -hmm. What, you know, what is her options? She's looking at those at this point. And, um, and Rick was able to help her, which was an, an amazing thing because she did decide to put her house on the market. As it turned out, she was scared to be in those multiple offer situations and decided well, like everyone, now yeah. isn't the time for her to compete. Oh, is that the one you had and then... Um, on G, yeah, on G Street. Yeah. So just kind of maybe go over what the type of situation that you proposed to her because she was so thrilled that she could take money out of her home because she had equity and then put some of that back for retirement and then buy another home. Well, like a lot of people here in California, as you know, have made a lot of money in real estate. Their, yeah. their houses, even little track houses, gone up. Oh, my God. Mobile homes, everything. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. So these <coughs> average people who live in an average house are now house rich. I mean, they're real right. estate rich. So this particular lady that uh, Karen referred to me, she just wanted to know what to do. And she was thinking about just putting all the uh, proceeds from the sale of her first house into a second one. And in her situation, she was, I don't know, I'm not going to tell her age, but she was middle-aged or mm -hmm. beyond a little bit maybe. But she was planning on putting all the proceeds into another house. And I just say, well, you might want to take some of that and just put it outside the house. Put it into a, a money manager or in you know mutual funds or stocks or bonds or whatever. And that's a safe thing to do. That's a conservative thing to do. You don't put all your money into one basket, as they yeah. say in finance. Yeah. yeah. So she can still have a uh, property. She can still leverage her money. She can actually leverage her money even more by putting a smaller amount into the new property right. and still have money that's in a liquid position that mm -hmm. she can maybe invest in real estate a year or two from now or in a different state, have right. a second property. Right. In the meantime, she's got stocks, bonds, mutual funds in a portfolio that meets her specific risk tolerance you can have ultra conservative or ultra aggressive or something in between so you help sure. with that you help them pick the yes. stocks and the yes. oh well, yes. that's interesting because i know i have apple but i just went on scott trade and i have some apple you know but i would like someone to help me like pick other stuff you know or what i would do is i if if it's applicable, I would put them in a money manager and pick a portfolio that's either aggressive or conservative or somewhere in between. And I do a questionnaire that's very good questionnaire that says this is what you should be. Yeah. And this is where you should hold. And let the money manager manage that and keep that in that type of portfolio. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people put their money in a portfolio and they just sit on it. And if it's Apple stock that may 
go up 10 times that now you've got a million dollars in Apple stock, but that's one company. Yeah. And you, you're, you're a conservative investor. So yeah. now you have all your money in one particular company. So that's called portfolio drift. You have a hold on to a portfolio, and then it can, over time it turns into a completely different type that's of portfolio. Nice. Yeah, so that's great. But I work with different people. I talk with realtors. Uh, your next guest is Susie Wilson, a good lawyer. I talk to accountants. So I work as a basically like a financial quarterback. That's and, great. And I chat with these people and see what they want how, how to do. How long does the first visit take? Anywhere between a half an hour and an hour or so. That's great. It just depends. If they want to talk a little bit longer, that's fine. If they okay. want to talk a little bit shorter, it's all. There's no cost, no obligation. It's just a way of getting to know each other and see if there's anything that I can do to help them and if they're serious about their money. If they're serious, I'll help them. That's great. Well, yeah. and it's a way to create wealth. So when, you know, when you're selling a piece of property and you're, say you're taking money out to buy another piece of property and maybe that's an investment property because she is, you know, she's got a property little condo already. She was going to buy another piece of property and then rent, rent that one out. Well, real estate creates wealth in most markets. So, you know, she's, looking at retirement and being able to create more wealth she was going to make 300 and some thousand dollars off the co off the house that she was selling and then put some of that away and then still be able to buy another house and still be competitive so that was what the beauty of that was and so i just thought it was interesting that rick was able to pull that off for her and she was so excited i couldn't even keep her like excitement down like okay let's just that's nice like figure this out and and know what we're going to do here yeah, yeah she's a very nice lady we got along really well and she's still in the process of doing she something is. and she'll eventually do something i'm sure she'll do real estate business with karen and hopefully she'll get back together with me we'll have a nice portfolio of stocks bonds real estate and she'll she'll do well she'll yeah. do much better than she was originally thinking in her mind yeah a lot of people when they get young they want to make a ton of money in real estate and that's fine but there comes to a, to a point where you need to pull some of that money out and actually take the profits and right. spend the money right and live exactly well rick tell everybody where they can find you if they have a question if they need to sit and talk with you well, let um, me let me pull out my handy dandy business card so i don't oh, forget my address here I'm, <laughs> I'm at the financial nerve center of ventura which is at 3585 maple street suite 144 in ventura and you can give me a call at area code 805-644-1224 and my name again is rick jeffrey certified financial planner and remember financially people don't plan to fail they fail, fail to, to plan, plan. Very good. Absolutely. Well, thank you thank for you being so on the show today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I will call you. Okie doke. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, coming up, we have Susan Wilson with us. She is a trust attorney, and she's going to talk about the importance of having a trust. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with gentle transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com, and you're on your way to your new home. 
This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are talking all about real estate today. We have Susan Wilson with us. She is a trust attorney. Welcome, Susan. We're glad to have you today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I have a question. Do you have to have a property to have a trust? Like, I had a house. And I got a trust and I put the home into the trust, you know, my car, whatever else I had. But then I sold my house. So should I have a trust? I mean, I don't have a lot of other stuff. I mean, I a car, but. That's a great question. The way that you set it up is the classic example. Mm-hmm. And, but you do not necessarily have to have a trust, have to have a house to have a trust. A trust can provide a lot other services that you may need it has a lot of flexibility with other assets that you might want to put into the trust not right. just your house right and but someone... that's usually what people do they put their home in it right yes okay yes because that's where a lot of your wealth is and that's going to go to whoever your heirs are right exactly well when you have a trust you basically put your assets anything over what is it a hundred thousand it's i always it use was 150 it and they just raised it to 166,250 dollars so okay nice there you even have it. number okay so like i had a tr- i have a trust still but again i sold my house so i guess my trust is still your trust is still valid it's just uh, worth a lot less <laughs> it, it, it's worth whatever you put into it we call funding the trust so whatever assets that you title in the name of your trust okay. then your trust will or your trustee after you pass away or if you're incapacitated then your trustee can have access and uh, control over those assets and take care of you okay Pretty so it's just not for property I is what she's yeah. saying yeah yeah but usually people put property in a trust yes that is the the best way to protect your property so that it avoids probate and your property can go when you pass away you can designate who receives that property explain probate some people out there don't know what it is but explain that okay so what what I say in our networking groups is that if you don't have a plan the state has one for you and it's called probate so in the probate code it says who gets your assets when you pass away so there is a a line of succession of who will inherit from you if you don't want that that's why you create a trust or that's why you create other title documents for other people to inherit your property. So probate is the court supervised way of passing your assets on to other people. So when you have a trust, instead of going through probate, your trust stays private and confidential, handled in-house, so to speak. It doesn't have to go through court approval and can go to those people who you want it to go to. Now probate is there 
for if, if it's needed, okay. even if you have a trust, if, if for some reason it's needed, there's a lot of debts or there's some fighting or disputes and you don't know what to do, you can ask the court for help. So probate's not necessarily the dirty word that people say yeah. it is. It just should be a choice. But well, what about a will? A will is another way to pass property to your uh, heirs, but a will will go through will will go through will probate. will go through will, probate. will go through probate uh, to pass on those assets. So it will be supervised by the court, go through the court process, and then those people who you designate in the will receive your property. So will though is not really necessary anymore because it's going to go to probate anyway. Yes and no. With with a trust and the way that I work with my clients is I put together a, a package for them of all the documents that they would need to protect themselves and their assets and their property. Mm -hmm. So we, if they have a house, we're going to talk about having a trust. If you have a trust, we still have a document, a will, but it's called a pour-over will, and it's kind of like a backup. And it takes care of property that maybe got left out of the trust that you want to put into the trust upon your death, mm -hmm. or just there's other things that you can do with a will and a trust in combination to create other subtrusts. If you have lots of property or you have children from previous marriages and things like that. So it adds a lot of flexibility. Hmm. Um, and then the other documents I recommend for my clients when we look at their whole um, estate plan is a power of attorney for finances and a healthcare directive. And so those documents take care of you should you become incapacitated but not pass away. And then your agents that you name can make decisions for you and carry on your life until either you regain capacity or if you then pass away, then your trust and your will come into play. So there's a lot to know about a <laughs> trust sure and all is. of the di different things that you have to think about. So when you get her questionnaire, it basically asks all of these questions so that she can do a good job for creating the trust. And so she does a phenomenal job, by the way. I refer her to everybody I know because she just takes care of people so well. And so um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about vesting and how vesting is so important when you're buying a property. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century20everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... 
NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine. 805-853-3030. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Susan Wilson back with us. She is a trust attorney, and she is going to talk about vesting. So when you buy a piece of property and you get your title report and you have to vest your title in a particular way. And there's several different ways to do that. It's confusing, yeah. And um, a lot of our clients will ask us what we think, and we're not the experts at we, all and we can't advise on that because it really matters how you hold your checking account how you hold your title well, what tell, you tell us how it works exactly you're the expert <laughs> well i i also tell people when i go to networking events take a look at what your deed to your house says when was the last time you looked at it 20 years ago 30 years when you bought your house for some people that situation may have change from what advice you were given then to what you want to do with your property now. Now, we were just talking about trust. So if you have a trust, we're going to title your house into the name of your trust so that you're, uh, you still own your property. It's in the name of your trust, and that document will control what happens to it when you pass away. So that's kind of a, an easy one if you have a trust. We're going to put it in the name of the trust. Okay. If you're a single person, you can own it in your name alone kind of exposed because we say for probate because it's just in your name but that's a perfectly fine way to hold title we recommend a trust to protect owned in your name alone right if there's two of you there's many ways to hold property if you're married you can hold title as community property uh community property as joint tenants okay um and then that or community property with right of survivorship excuse me so that then tells you that it is for on the one hand, it's community property, so it's you know community estate, plus the right of survivorship means it automatically goes to that the other spouse when the first spouse passes away. Okay. And so that is that's clear as to who inherits and when that's something called happens. What? Community property mm-hmm. with right of survivorship. Okay. What's this joint tenancy? It says two or more natural persons. That just means people not I see. Uh, partnerships you and me. or LLCs okay, it, or something it, it. like that. And that can be married people, not married people. It could be two people it could be five people it could be a husband and wife with the kids if they're uh, you know okay. or something. I mean there's just a, a, lots of combinations with that but yeah. with joint tenancy that one has the right of survivorship attached to it okay so if there's two people who are friends and they bought a house together and it says joint tenancy it's the right of survivorship will overcome that when you pass away it automatically goes to the other person you can't will your half away oh, you can't no okay. not for that's what's tenancy. interesting that's yeah. the, okay okay good the other one the tenants in common okay. that's where two or more people own property and you can will your ah, portion away to someone else. that's the difference so that's i was one, like yes. what's the, what's the difference between those two so t- tenants in common you can actually will my half of the house to my daughter as opposed to if you and i own a house karen you, right like you don't get it automatically if I die I right. see so that's okay that's interesting because I in 12 years I did not know that answer mm-hmm. you just look at you Great. awesome well and then the other thing that you need to know when you have your property in a trust and you go to refi your property you have to take your 
tr property out of the trust, refi it, and then remember to put it back into the trust because we deal with that on a, on a, a daily basis too is, you know, all of a sudden it's not in the trust, you thought it was in the trust and you refied and you forgot to put it back in the trust. Well, if something happens between that time where somebody's passed away after the refi and before you put it back in the trust, then you need an attorney to say the intent was to do that, oh, okay. and we didn't do that. It's just that. paperwork putting it back in the trust, right? You just—it's like a bank account. You just put it back in the bank account. Yes, right. if you're both still living, you're both and still, haven't, yeah, exactly. Nothing okay. has happened. You put it just a new deed, putting it back in the trust, just like you did when you created the trust. Exactly. Wow. wow. Okay, that answered a lot. I I try to follow up with my clients and stay in touch with them. I have found that has happened with several of them. And we check, you know, I say, have you refinanced? Have, you know, has any of these things happened to you in the past couple of years since we met or since you did your trust? And, and we have found a few of those and, and we just prepare a new deed and record it and it's all uh, on, the, on the up and up and everything's great. But that's where that pour over will into the trust that we were talking about. If something were to happen and your house is out of your trust, but you have your trust, you've done all the work and all the intent and you can show the court that you had this intent to put it into the trust. There is a way that you can go before the court and not do a full probate, but say, yeah, you know, right. you know we, this Good house intention. should be in the trust. Can you please put it into the trust, right. you know, by court order? Right. And um, sometimes we can, you know, fix things that way. How long does it take to make a trust? And what documents do you need? Well, I start with what Karen was saying. I have a questionnaire I send my clients and they, it's about 12 pages and it, it Jives your memory for other issues that yeah. might come up, and yeah. we sit down and go over everything. Yeah. And then I, I, I do a summary and share it with the client, and make sure that we're still on the same page and there's no questions. And it really just takes you getting all of that information. Who's going to be your successor trustee? Who's going to be your agent for your power of attorney? Who's going to be these responsible parties for you? And sometimes for some people that's the hardest part, and so I work through them, you know, with this, and then. Within a week or two, depending on the information I receive from the client, I can get a, a draft together and go over it with the client. So with, within a month, you can have a trust done. Definitely. And how much does it cost? It actually, for me, I do a flat fee, and it would depend on the amount of work that we're doing together. So a single person with no kids and one house would be anywhere from twelve to 1400 and a family with children in multiple houses then it's maybe two grand you know working mm -hmm. up with it's that. reasonable so. yeah it's worth yeah. it too and everybody should do that mm -hmm. i always remind my clients when they buy a house it's like okay the next thing when you get moved in get settled in the next thing to do is to put that property into a trust mm -hmm. so that they're protected yeah. and for those clients who don't want to uh maybe come to my office which is down the street on victoria I do make house calls. Oh, so really? for those clients that would feel more comfortable in their home having this discussion, I, I make house calls and my, um, my, not my business name, but my kind of nickname is the living room lawyer because nice. I make house calls. Nice. So. I love it. Yeah. So tell people exactly how to find you if they need you. The best place to find me is um, on my webpage. It's thelivingroomlawyer.com. You can schedule an appointment right from there and get my address and phone number, which is 1280 South Victoria, right down the street from here. It's Suite 135. 
and we now have a living room area in the office with the couch and coffee table. So um, if you want to come to me, we have a nice conference room or relaxing area to sit and talk about these, you know, personal issues. Very good. Together. Very good. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Well, coming up, we have Pola Andro with us. She is our local psychic and she is a spiritual advisor and she is going to talk to us about how she feels about things in this market. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. My daughter is almost a teenager and let me tell you, Billy Clower's dance company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down, start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to billyclower.com, mention girls on the air, and get a discount. That's billyclower.com. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call my cell, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have a very special guest with us today. She is one of our newest sponsors. Her name is Pola Andro. She is and gorgeous. She is a spiritual advisor. Advisor, correct. And a local psychic. I've actually talked to her over the phone, and she, it was, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> she could literally read, like, what was going on with that day, that day she's like okay you're stressed out what you know she's very 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 good what what do you do when you talk to people you just get feeling or yeah it's just more about the connection and tapping into the spirit of everything and just reading off of that do you you physically don't have to be next to them though do you no i can do you know phone calls or facetime sessions or you know zoom anything that's amazing yeah and so do you ask him any questions or you just kind of it's more like we were going to do something on the air and you she said it's more like a quiet thing it's not like you know right like an interview it's like you just <laughs> right. kind of feel it yeah <laughs> right yes exactly so what happened when she did did you actually have a reading done well it was kind of like a, it was it was like 15 minutes like we a talked. sample like we're, a sample reading we're going to though yes. yeah we're going to we've had to arrange we've had several different times we're going to do stuff and both of us get busy and what and she's super busy so we're just but we're going to because i need it definitely <laughs> Um, so how how do you feel about what's going on in the world right now? You think that we're going to get past all this? It already feels like the mask thing is lifting. And I think that, you know, what do you think? How do you think people are feeling? Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like all of this is going to be put past us. Of course, you know, we are going to have other little things pop up with the whole virus situation. Mm -hmm. But I do feel the most biggest, baddest part is put behind us. I kind of, I, I get that feeling too, yeah. you know? But I had that feeling last time before, you know, the the last um, variant. But maybe I'm just optimistic, right? Well, I think people are tired of wearing masks. Oh, gosh. And yeah. I think people want to get outside and want to be free of 
doing whatever they do, right? Right. There's still COVID going on. We still had, we had 92 deaths, you know, for the week. So that that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, our numbers are down, but there's still things happening. So it's not gone. It's just we're trying to make people more comfortable with the fact that the numbers have gone down. I have a traveling nurse staying with me right now, and wow. she works in the ER. Oh, and she how's says, she doing? She's great, she, but she works hard. But she's um, she said it, it's a different feel now. But, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was just like crazy. She said now it's just a different feel. It's not like everyone's walking through the front door with COVID, you know? Right. Um, so how do you feel about the market and the real estate market? Do you think, I know you know prices are out it, they're crazy high definitely. and I mean do you have a feeling for is this going to keep going or what, what is your feeling definitely I do feel like things are going to get you know more and more intense and the prices are going to keep going up yes you that's do. what I definitely feel so it is a good time I think right now to buy mm-hmm. and did you hear that you heard it right here on KVTA <laughs> AM 1590 it is a good time to buy yes. even though prices are high they're just going to get higher get yes. in get in and interest rates are still low they are I definitely feel it's the time to buy yeah mm-hmm. oh there you go right sooner there. than later really yes God, I don't know like you think they're going to go that much higher I do I think that the supply is so low that that the the demand is going to still be high and our prices are going to even go any go higher and because we're two million properties short, and you know, what's and we weird? can't we can't build them fast enough, and we don't have the supplies for them. Yeah. So that will continue through the next couple of years, and so prices are going to continue to go up because the demand is still there. It's crazy. Yeah. Where can people find <laughs> you and your wonderful service? How can they get a hold of you? I have two locations here in Ventura. My first location is 108 North Ventura Avenue, and then I also have one on Figueroa Street, that is 107 Figueroa Street. And they can reach me at 805-628-3333. And it's it's not expensive. How much is a reading? Um, well, there's all different types of prices for what you're you know feeling or wanting. I do have a special going on for a palm reading, which is more of a sample reading. It's $25. Mm-hmm. And that reads off of your guideline, your lifeline, and so your career So that's legit. Line. The lifeline yes. is legit. Yes. How long it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Mine goes all the way around my hand. You're going to be here forever. I guess. <laughs> it is legit, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Great. Yeah. Okay, oh. and are you at the harbor still? Yes, and I'm going to be there tomorrow, actually. You're on Sundays now? Yes. Okay, what time and tell people where you are? Um, I am right near Top This Chocolate. And oh, I'm our favorite, yeah. be there to 11 to about 4 o'clock. And you're sitting outside? Yes. And how much are readings there? They're $20 and $40. Nice. Yes. Very good. So go yeah. visit her tomorrow at the harbor. Maybe I'll pop out there and see you at the harbor as well. Sounds Great. good. Thank you so yes. much for being here Thank today. Thank you for being a sponsor, too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, just a couple things. It is whale watching time. So at the harbor, um, Island Packers is taking people out to the islands, and they are seeing whales and dolphins and sea lions that, Wildlife is absolutely it's crazy. It's so beautiful, yeah. It's so Go to beautiful. the Greek and mention Girls on the Air, right? Or give us a call and we'll give you a $25 gift certificate, right? Go to the Greek. The owners there are great sponsors. They've been sponsors with us since the very, very beginning. So go down to the harbor, have fun, enjoy the weather, right? What else do you have going on this weekend? 
this weekend is President's Day weekend. So yes. it's a three-day weekend for most people. And I think there's just a lot of people out and about this weekend. There's lots of fun things to do. I'm sure there's going to be lots of open houses tomorrow, too. I'm sure there is. I would hope so, right? Yep. All right. So everyone have a great weekend. Enjoy the sun, the weather. Give us a call. You can call us anytime. Give us our, our number. It's 500-6626. That's 805-500-6626. And also go to our Facebook page, Girls on the Air. Like us. Share us. We love our listeners. We love our sponsors. That's right. Have a great week.